Hiya ghoul gang, Connor here, just giving you the heads up that for this festive episode, Kofi was spending time away from his usual recording setup, so expect a lower quality audio on his end. Just letting you know. Cheers! Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to a bloody new year. Happy New Year! <laughs> yes. Today we're reviewing 1987's Bloody New Year, an homage to 50s B-movies with a budget of fuck knows who cares. Kofi, I will give you the task of trying to explain what this film is about. A bunch of teenagers, in quotation marks, get trapped on a remote island and they get murdered by ghosts. Why was everyone asleep at a party but then just stopped? Started a conga line. <laughs> it gave me really bad flashbacks of remembering how much I hate conga lines. It's like a school disco. It was a bit of a fuck, wasn't it? A bit of a fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Like, what the fuck was this? It's, it felt like they just did things and recorded it. The first five minutes and 30 seconds, which was just montages of this party, montages of them at the beach, montages of them enjoying the fairground, and yes, I worked this out. Just over 5% of this total film was spent on the, <laughs> the montages at the beginning. That feels excessive. It is a bit excessive when it's just a series of dumb Brits going around all these <laughs> random fucking locations and then when they do decide to wooden rowing boat themselves over this fucking <laughs> island and titanic themselves by accident the damn brunette Brit says my feet are getting wet there's water coming in as if there's going to be a different reason why your feet are getting wet <laughs> to be fair when that boat sinks though it still clearly has just a giant rope attached to it and someone's holding it in position <laughs> what I found funny before that though is when the carnies were at the fairground and came to fight them, they all do that like film power move where they clench their fist and then they wrap <laughs> a chain around it. <laughs> it's just the most intimidating thing that can ever happen from a guy that runs a coconut shy. <laughs> When they get on that island, though, there's one single bit of barbed wire, yet one of them walks into it and then goes, careful, it's all over the place. It's not. It's not. We can all see that there's just a singular piece in the middle of an open path that you chose to walk directly into. <laughs> Sums this film up. When they get to the island, there's all these, like, supernatural powers afoot, and they're doing all these terrifying, threatening acts, such as closing a magazine, <gasps> pushing a shower, our head into a bath. The Hoover <gasps> turning on and Hoover's the floor for everyone. <laughs> a snooker ball comes out of the pocket and sets itself up on the snooker table. It's like the cleanest haunting ever. Just when, when that face appears at the window, like, fucking killed me, you know, the woman, like, she opens the curtains and there's a guy at the window who disappears straight away and the music just... <laughs> <laughs> the first death in this film is just utterly ridiculous as well. This man just comes out of a cinema screen, just scratches a man's face. That's all he does. He just scratches his face and the man dies. <laughs> immediately dead from being scratched. When when the, another girl leaves the hotel, they go searching for something else, and she finds another house and pushes the door in. Annette falls on her head, <laughs> and then she just yeah. she just screams so much and falls to the floor. She goes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and then the Help guy me. the guy just axes it. <laughs> Isn't it the net that... No, the net screams, doesn't it? When the net gets axed. Yeah. The net, the net, like, goes... Ah. Uh, it's, 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 
Nah, oh my god, it's so bad. Another one where it's like a fucking a monster forms out of like a tablecloth or something, and then like the guy's standing there and it's like attacking his mate, and it takes him about fucking ten seconds to actually react. <laughs> Does react? He just harpoons it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's exactly what I've written down. Every single time they decide to do anything against any of the monsters, they just look into space for ten seconds and then go, "Oh no!" <laughs> Someone's just attacked by laughter. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. There's just like there's just lot there's laughter and in the background there's just like this little like there's a little drum beat in the background like it's just I'll, I'll reenact it for you boys. Right? It's just, it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> it just got louder and louder and louder until they get to a beach where they see the laughter coming towards them as footsteps in the beach. Six footsteps appear, then six footsteps disappear, and then nothing happens. <laughs> they just get up and move away. And then they're like, oh, what's that? what's that over there, guys? Oh, an explosion. What the fuck is going on? There's a ghost woman as well that looks like the moon from Mighty Boosh. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, she can throw a man through a brick wall with like relative ease, <laughs> but she gets fucked up by a net and a flare. <laughs> <That> just, <laughs> and, <laughs> and later in the film, they chop her arm off. She's just made of cotton wool. <laughs> she's, just yeah. got loads of, she's got loads of fluff coming uh, out where her arm should be. A fucking girl gets caught in a snowstorm in her bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? There's also a, there's a pilot, right, that gets blown up and he gets turned into pure ash because he got hit with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the movie, my, my notes are like, I, I don't know what happens here. Things go mental. Woman falls down a hole and then a woman has scars on her face out of nowhere. Do you know what? The rest of my notes say, this film is utter garb. This is so painfully rubbish. This has only been an hour and a half and I'm uninterested Fuck this film. <laughs> exactly. That's the rest of my notes. That Mate, that, That's incredible. The, the film, like, things happen for no reason. One zombie, I guess you could call it, gets shot in the stomach and a very, very large gust of wind comes out of nowhere and blows through her bullet wound. We just hear constant... <laughs> <laughs> and then she laughs. She gets shot again and dies. <laughs> and, and then a horse... Uh, one of the stairs, the banister, like the top of it comes alive and it traps a girl. I don't get it. If stuff happens, but then it decides, oh, here you go, we're going to give you some plot. So a plane, which was set up by the government, had a device on board that apparently could affect the balance of time. This plane crashed on the island and the machine broke and has totally disrupted the way time works. And that's why it's all over the place. They, they find the plane, don't they? And there's just a load of mirrors. Yeah, what the fuck's this? <laughs> just loads of small mirrors, like, hanging off strings. Yeah, off strings! <laughs> I can't even remember how the film fucking ends. It, it's just fucking... No, wait, I can. It, it's the survivors, one of which looks like an emo priest, decides to sink in some quicksand, then he's killed by a boat, rotor on the back of a boat, and then the girl is also in the boat and gets sucked back to the hotel, and she's now trapped in a mirror. Uh, but what the fuck is... I think that this film was educational. How does it educate, Stu? Well, at the start, it showed you the dangers of fairground workers. Yes. It also 
then showed you the danger of being in a boat without a life jacket. Oh, yes. It showed you the danger of being stranded on an island that you're unfamiliar with. Okay, okay. It showed you the danger of nets. Yes. And ultimately, overall, I think the film was trying to portray the dangers of going somewhere unfamiliar with a group of friends and feeling that there's safety in numbers, especially when you're young and you feel that you're invulnerable and nothing will really happen to you. But as we all know, now that we've grown up a little bit, that isn't factually true. And often people get more hurt than they think they're going to get hurt. Damn. I mean, that's, that's probably the most thought-provoking review you've given, Stu. I mean, it's complete bollocks. This was art. I think I've carried the episode purely with that moment. <laughs> <laughs> carried the episode. You were complimenting you fuckers off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. This review has been as structured as this film was, and by that I mean it wasn't. It's been a tough year, but we've got a new year ahead of us now, and it's going to be good. Join us next time on Friday Fright Time where we have a special guest coming to join us on the show. Who could it be? Find out. And yeah, it's going to be mint. So cheers, everyone, and have a bloody new year, you bastards. Bye-bye.